0: This is Bookmarked and Busy,
1: part of the Geeky Waffle Network. Welcome to Bookmarked and Busy, the podcast where I, a fanfic reader, talk to some really cool people in the fanfic community, from writers to artists, authors, Um readers, everyone in between. I'm here to sort of just be like the nosy friend to get all the details for you. I have questions maybe that you want to know and we're going to get into some really fun answers with uh, all the guests that I have on. Um, With that being said, we are an 18 plus podcast. Sometimes we say things that maybe you don't want to hear. So please check the show notes for any trigger warnings or content warnings. If I miss any Feel free to reach out and um, we'll go ahead and edit those in because we don't want to be unintentionally harmful in this space. Uh, my name is Ren, and today I'm with Des who is a reader, uh, book club moderator, a sometimes editor, and sometimes mood board maker which is uh, pr- pretty cool and I think you're one like check mark away from just being a writer. So like all you have to do <laughs> is be a writer and then you'll basically do like everything that I think people do in fan fiction
0: (laughs) thanks Ren. (laughs) thanks for having me on your podcast and it's it's a joy and I've never done anything like this before but you know when I saw your twitter ad and and like I I checked out Lala's um, show, and I thought, you know what? I can talk about stuff. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's so cool. Yeah, I'm happy to have you. Like, literally, anyone that wants to be on is welcome to be on, um, whether you're new or you've done podcasts before. Like, it's such an easy podcast, so, like, don't be nervous or anything. Um, I'm, I'm really happy that you're here, though, because I love... Hey seeing I like for people listening we're on video but i love like getting to see the faces of all you guys like so i can put like faces to names on twitter and I, I think it's kind of fun like we get to have this conversation off of uh twitter because uh, sometimes it's a lot harder to get personal in that space so like
0: i'm so happy to get to talk to you um
1: <laughs> so
0: and you know one thing um you know being in this fandom for like almost four years now it's like I've never heard people's voices, or sometimes I've never seen them in person. Don't you think, Ren, that's like, wild. Like, yeah, you you followed for years. And like, you know, they don't, you've never heard them talk, you don't know what their voice is like. Mm -hmm. So this is like, really, this is the best.
1: Yeah, that's one of the things I love seeing on Twitter is that you guys were always, like, commenting, like, oh, it's so good to hear your voice. And I'm like, yay. Like, Everyone's getting to, like, put these voices to Twitter names and all these, like, thoughts and getting a deep dive into, like, your favorite, like, writers, like, works and background and I think it's really cool like I'm so happy to get to kind of be that space to do it but um so yeah I'm so excited we got a lot to talk about I think um so let's start kind of diving into the summary of the pod where we just get to know you better so I like to kind of start off asking how you got into fan fiction like where where did you when did you start reading I suppose and kind of what led you to get on Twitter (laughs) and involve yourself with Raylo Twitter (laughs) oh
0: my god um You know, I was so late into fan fiction and fandom and, all of that. So I saw Force Awakens in 2016. And that interrogation scene, just, <laughs> you know, struck something in me. I was like, Oh, yeah. my God. And at the end of the movie, you know, after Kylo Ren kills Han, I was like, Oh, my God, how's that gonna work out? You know, it's, it's, is he gonna be your love interest? Or would that be like, Poe or Finn? I was like, I was like, I couldn't wait till the next movie. But I wasn't, you know, so invested, I, I immediately checked out fanfic, but I was really into Ray and Kylo, like, right? Mm-hmm from the start and then 2017 um the last jedi i saw it like after it like you know like a, after christmas i went with my husband and her his cousin and her husband and i was like oh my god oh my god oh my god like i mm. i you know went out at the theater i was like immediately like on like facebook looking at stuff checking out googling Ky- kylo and ray and all of that stuff i was just like I was like when did kylo ren get so hot and like (laughs) what is this like you know i was just so like blown away by by everything and i have to preface that that in in 2017 i was a 49 Mm -hmm. so like i was like really late in the game i'm 54. Um, now. Um, and so like, to me, I'm like, you know, one of these fandom, like old ladies, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm proud of it. Um, mm-hmm. I, I came into it so late. And um, in such an, it's in such a weird way, because, so I, I started googling, um, you know, all that stuff. And then I c- stumbled across this Facebook group called Raylo Trash. And at that time, it was like, 1000s of people already. And I, that was the first exposure I had to fanfic because, like, mm-hmm. people would post stuff and they're like, Oh, check out the story. And, you know, I was like, oh, Okay, you know, like, and then I've never had an AO3 account. I didn't even know what AO3 was. And I have to tell you, Ren, I have been a librarian since 2001 and <laughs> I did not know what AO3 was until, you know, falling ass backwards into Raylo. And so I started checking out some of the links and then I was posting myself like oh this is like kind of cool and and that and then I I just I loved um the talent that like I discovered one yeah. of the earliest ones that I I read was Water Lily Rose um she wrote this um Before the Saber Falls it, it was like a classic one Um, and it didn't end happily but I was just like oh my god the writing is like fantastic and um, I should preface this because like um, my genre specialty as a librarian is romance like I've been Mm. to like um, all these romance conventions well not really a ton but like the librarians day part and I've met Nora Roberts, Linda Howard, Lisa Clay Pass, like all the you know big big names back in the mid-aughts mid mid to late um, aughts and I was like I'm reading stuff that is like stellar and Mm -hmm. I noticed that I I was so into it Ren. like I stopped reading like my regular library romance stuff and I thought wow this is like insane and Mm -hmm. so I um you know I got deeper into the fandom because I started making friends like um I I got into like um, groups, like, you know, like, in uh, Tumblr, I fell like just in love with Tumblr. And then I I was so into the, the stories that I was reading and um, following people like, um, back then, um, Nancy, um, Nancy loves Raylo was like, you know, was something that, I, you know, she was something that somebody that I followed a lot. And like, we like the same stuff. And then I loved um, creating, I I realized I love making, um, mood boards and edit. And I, I think the very first one that I made was for Poexath and, um, SK Robot, um, two beds. Like it was so ugly. Mm. (laughs) I literally had like, you know, the, the, the font was like all weird because I just like basically copied what I used was the Instagram template mm-hmm. <laughs> and it just added text And like, I had not, no idea what I was doing, but I was crazy about the story that they did called the sacred texts. Mm-hmm. And it was like, it was just like the super like sexy kind of like, like wild adventure. And, um, I also loved, um, God, like, you know, like I'm it's on the tip of my tongue, but it was like, it was a total, it was like, um, Kylo or or Ben was like this aging um, guy who lives in his like mom's basement. And then Ray was the 17 year old neighbor um, who, who I think I'm pretty sure like one of the writers was Isha Ren. And um, it was, it was so lemon hot summer. I think that's what it was called. Yeah. Okay.
1: I was going to say that. I, that sounds familiar. I think I've read it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So it was like, really, um, you know, like it just kind of snowballed from there. So I was I was really into the Raylo trash. And like, what was phenomenal to me was like, Uh, you know, a lot of people will post in Spanish, and then it had this translate function. And so I actually kind of understood what they were saying. And it was like, really neat to be part of a community that, you know, regardless of, you know, whether I spoke English and Tagalog, and they spoke like Spanish, like, I kind of understood what they were saying. And it was a common love of this, you know, this ship. And I, I really enjoyed that. And then I stumbled across this other group called Braylo Fick Rex, and it was founded by this girl um, called Lisabelle, and she's, she's Filipino. And um, I thought, oh, okay, that's kind of cool, because like, they were posting a lot of wrecks like tons of wrecks And then I, um, they were looking for a moderator. And then I said, Oh, you know, I'll, I'll do it. Well, you know, it it's going on like we yeah, have 2018, 2020, like four years now. I've always said I was gonna get out, especially after Tros. I mm-hmm. said like I'm done. Like this is it. But yeah, you know. But then we see pictures of Adam, and I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know, like yeah. I'm in it. I can't leave. I, you know, and um, <laughs> I've spent a better part of my my the last four years like really into that group, into Reylo Vic Rex. You know, like with the, you know, being. a a moderator um an an admin um and like hosting that book club which which I love to do I've I'm less active than I used to be because like for many reasons like you know I um there's some big changes in my family like my mom's got dementia and so Mm -hmm. like um I'm kind of more involved in her care um I um went back to school I'm doing um part-time um computer studies work and okay. um, yeah I'm, I'm like trying to get an associate certificate in network design um okay. yeah you know like I don't know sometimes I'm I'm like like asking myself for, you know Ren like why am I doing this what am I like <laughs> I'm 54 man just like you know just like do your job spend time at home but you know like I, I guess I'm a lifelong learner and um that's what I love about another thing I love about this fandom is I've read um, so many fics that I've learned from, like, just, Mm -hmm. like, about culture, about, like, um, films and other ships and, like, other writers and poetry and like it's some of the worlds that we see on fanfic are so immersive and yeah, you know the authors make a real effort to to bring you into the world with like you know specific pictures of cafes where Ray was working or mm-hmm. you know this is what Ben wore this is the food that they ate and you know and this is like the setting and here's a map of the subway like I mean it's truly immersive and you know and then they'll throw in a Spotify playlist and then yeah I I love that I mean it's just amazing so that's kind of like you know how I got into it very late into the game um then really deep deep into it like you know being being active as I was Mm -hmm. um I had a Tumblr account, but like everybody else, I moved to Twitter, like after the porn thing in 2019. And oh, the so, purge, the great the porn purge. 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 <laughs> oh,
1: I will <laughs> never forgive Tumblr for doing that. That was the stupidest thing. And like, to some degree, I definitely, I understand someone ruined it for everybody with what they did. Um, But that was literally my favorite part of Tumblr was like, seeing the sex work and all the porn gifts and all the and i'm like yeah Man, people were making money off of that and, and then they got like their income was gone and so i just yeah i think that's when i left as well like as soon cool. as they
0: banned it i was like what's the point <laughs> I, know, <laughs> God, I miss it and you know this is the thing like you know twitter is so inflammatory and you know there's been like a lot of stuff that have happened on in the relo fandom on twitter mm-hmm. and you know it's sad and you know people have left and um but tumblr it was just like about the art it's about the content and it was like it was never about like engaging like into like you know, like huge um, sort of differences of opinions to the point where, you know, people are screenshotting each other and like things get super, super ugly very quickly because I yeah. guess like the immediacy of the tweets and you can't, you know, pull it back like unless, you know, you, you, um, you know, you, you, you have the foresight to delete it before, you know, the whole world sees it. Um, with Tumblr, it was just mostly about the content, which I yeah. which I loved. And I, yeah, like the porn gifs, man. <laughs> like, it goes, like, where so did go? <laughs> I know. Like, so I was like, what? You know, and um, I also just miss, like, the, you know, the memes. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, some amazing old threads. I don't know if you remember, like, you know, the... Um, it was like the adventures of, um, you know, like the sequel trilogy where it was like splices of films with Harrison Ford and Adam driver and like, uh, Carrie Fisher <laughs> and was that, the,
1: was that the one where like they made it seem like it was an interview between the family
0: members but Yes. Were... okay yeah <laughs> and it was just like a series of memes and you know like it yeah. was like you know if there was a you know, there was one my favorite one was like there's a picture of like there's an image of you know Damal Gleason and he's like a oh, good evening Mrs. Solo it's been home this evening <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> like Carrie Fisher's out with like a baseball bat and she's like yeah. oh he's for life and then you know, and there's a picture pad of Adam driver strumming a guitar in his room it was like it was like so funny and mm-hmm. you know I wish I knew who the creator was like they had actually um you know like like all those memes are orphaned and i don't know where um you know where the creator was but bless them because they're so damn funny and so good and there's you know they're still there but yeah like it, it's definitely changed yeah uh,
1: <laughs> i totally forgot about those like memes uh <laughs> the, like, I just, now i'm just like thinking about them yeah they're they yeah, were so which funny do you remember
0: when like the um
1: i don't know okay i think it originated on tumblr unless it didn't but it was like oh man it was set up to be almost like a keeping up with the kardashians cutaway thing or like how it would be like them talking to the camera but like commentary and there was like this one of han that was like it's a baby he's a baby i can't remember what it is but it like cracks me up it's I, oh my gosh yeah The i mean the effort that people on tumblr put into star wars memes is completely unmatched like twitter does it does a great job too but there was something about like the tumblr era of like (laughs) yeah of the memes that i do remember and um i'm so happy that people on twitter still do them though i love when like like how we just got those new photos of adam
0: from the
1: arts and the armed forces and people turned them into memes and stuff i'm like thank you like i love that people could be funny too um like amidst us being thirsty for this guy (laughs)
0: Oh, I know. It's like you know. Every time you know, there's new pictures of Adam. It's like all oh, the Raylo rats get fed. Like we, always, oh yeah. It's like it's so amazing. I don't know. Like I was telling one of my friends, like and and um, like when we were messaging each other, like I think half of us have convinced ourselves that Adam is Ben Solo. And, you know? Because, yeah. Like, so many of those qualities like is so like embedded in in our psyche like you know as part of his character you know the surliness the tall gentle you know um, tall understanding you know and gentle mm-hmm. all those things that have you know enriched fanfic um in his character um have have also woven parts of Adams life which is like really strange to me and like really really you know really funny i think it's it's, yeah yeah
1: i and i know like i've said this before but i feel like he has to have some degree of knowledge of like raylo twitter um but i do like that if he does know he does not talk about it like he just doesn't care because i think it helps keep keeps like it keeps us (laughs) with this like sense of like (laughs) we're, we're getting away with it kind of confidence yes um but i like that like whenever something comes out with him someone writes a fic about it or like it gets incorporated into like the lore of ben slash kylo i used to think starting out that it was really strange um i'm not gonna lie like when i was starting out reading fanfic i didn't like that a lot of Adam Driver's real life things were in FIC because it just felt kind of weird. It's like, uh, it was
0: really weird, right? Yeah, like, like you I... <laughs> know, like, you know, we like in real life, we would never ship right know, and Daisy, but like, you know, like within thick it's like, oh, yeah, he's like, he's got a dog named Moose. And... Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm like, that's his real dog. Like, why are we, that's so weird that we're
1: doing that. But like over time, I feel like it's gotten less and less. Uh, i think just because we've gotten more content now and i think writers have a lot of there's like i don't know there's just like more that we can do than just finding tidbits of adam that we can find and putting them into fix because i i personally haven't seen a lot of it recently or within the yeah. last year um but like right around the time of the 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 last jedi it was getting really heavy and i'm like i don't want to read about an actual real life person <laughs> like oh, it's it, not it made me it, really uncomfortable but <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah then you know it does yeah it, it kind of slides into that weird zone right um yeah, I, I, yeah but i love adam like holy shit like, oh yeah i um so okay 2019 i convinced my best friend Barb, like, okay, you know what? I need to go to New York because I gotta go see burn this. She's like, okay okay <laughs> like, I'm like i'm 50 a man i'm gonna do stuff and then i so like i so we went to new york and um we went to see burn this and um, oh you did oh cool yeah like i got to see adam in person which is like amazing like he, he was so magnetic like you can't take your eyes off of him and on stage and his voice his performance uh-huh. but my biggest regret Ren, was like we kind of hung out the night before, but he did stage door. And of course we had nothing. We didn't have a playbill because we weren't going that night. And we didn't, you know, we're like it we seems like super creepy to like line up because but we went the following night and he did not do stage door. Oh, so we no. never met Adam. Like oh, i no. away from <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but you know what? Like I I got I got Carrie Russell's um, autograph, and yeah. um, I forgot the the other actor's name. He was phenomenal, um, and like I used to watch Felicity, like you know in in the late nineties, and it was like it's Felicity, yeah. <laughs> so so you know it wasn't a total like write off, but like just to be. To, to see him in person. And I did get to see him. I'm so glad that we had the foresight to check out the stage door the night before because I would have never seen him. So yeah, that was like my little brush, you know, with <laughs> Adam. And I, I really hope that if he ever does Broadway again, like I, I really w- would like to see him because his talent is so unbelievable. He's magnetic. Yeah. Like, right? I yeah. think that's a the way to describe it
1: yeah and um i usually ask at the end we we kind of get into a little bit of an adam driver conversation at the end but uh you kind of touched on it here like i usually like to ask like if the connection between me and the guest is raylo obviously there's a connection between adam driver as well so i I, i've started asking like what is it about him that draws you to him so you kind of nailed it um and again i repeat myself like i've said um if I wasn't like, if I stripped away all the attraction, I would still think he's like a phenomenal actor and like in my top five actors of all time. I just yes. there's there's movies of his that I haven't seen um, yet. There's some that I know I will never see, but the ones that I have seen, I've I've his performance is just spectacular, and um, I'm excited to see him in other things. Not only for, you know, obviously to see him on on the screen big or small but um because i just like i like the camaraderie that when new adam stuff comes out i love how we as a unit as a Raylo fandom we're all (laughs) so excited and we're all just like we all hype each other up and we're like when are you going to see the movie we can talk about it and then like of course that spawns fan fiction so like it's it's so it's so fun that it's not just limited to and him as an actor which it very well could be for some people um i have no doubt that potentially over time i mm-hmm. might grow out of this fandom i don't know but at least i know that at the very least you know i'm still taking that love of him as an actor with me um but for now i'm here and i love yeah. i love the interactions that i get to have with people because of this man that we all just loves
0: <laughs> it's just yes. crazy. Oh my god. Okay. So like you know when that hero thing came out, like I yeah. went and I went and ordered like the cologne and it was like my husband's like what is this shit? And I'm like babe you gotta put this on. It smells so good. <laughs> and like, he look like you will smell like Adam Driver and he's like oh my god no. <laughs> but you know what he's such a good sport like you know like I like some of my friends at work are like hey Des doesn't your husband ever feel jealous you've got like his pictures and you you've got like two thousand pictures of him on your phone like literally over two thousand yeah. because of the mood boards but and just like to look at hello yeah <laughs> um I, I also have like a thousand of daisy because of again because of the mood boards mm-hmm. and i you know I, so back to um the Raylo story sorry random i'm like why? oh no this is fine <laughs> <laughs> um so back to the Raylo story so like i um like I've met some amazing, amazing people and I've made um, some lifelong friends, I think, like, you know, um, who uh, people who wrote and, or people who created stuff and I still am friends with. And mm-hmm. um, and honestly, like I, I don't it was like it, it was my ever my, my first ever real connection to people like not in my real life Mm. like i have friends in california that i've never met like you know we we've always said we'll make a date i have some friends in the midwest um and like there's lisa bell who founded uh Thick rex we actually met up in the philippines in 2019 when i went with my husband for our um anniversary um we took our daughter and um we got to meet Lisa Bell, and that was like so amazing. She's not active in the fandom anymore, um, you know. Like, but she, she, she still, I think, is into. Um, no, ha- correct me if I'm saying this right. Jemoni. J- J- oh J- yeah, Jemini. Yeah. Jemini. Yeah. yeah. She's still in that, but like, um, I, she's not so active in in Raylo anymore. Um. So okay. So again, with the with the same immersive um. Quality that I have in in um, in fanfic, I realized. Holy shit, this has like really, really changed my. Um, habits as a consumer, like a romance mm. um, consumer. So I would like, you know, wander into the drugstore and pick up like, you know, one um, historical romance every week. I'm not exaggerating, like just yeah. you know, as a matter of course. But I noticed myself like, you know, you know, like in 2018, like it, it just kind of boom, like I stopped borrowing library books. I stopped mm-hmm. buying the romances. And then I got to thinking like how the ecology of fan fiction has got to change things for libraries because like right. we're so we're, we're paying a lot of attention into the publishing cycle I'll, I'll come back to that because like there's been a resurgence since the pandemic but at that time like I was like oh my god I, I you know I stopped like I like I always borrowed library books even ebooks like you know all kinds of romance um, genre stuff and I just thought like I just like fan fiction was filling everything and yeah. so that, i thought about that and i i um you know i talked about it with my friend sam who who's also a librarian and we um we actually put a, conf- a conference presentation together on the digital ecology of fan fiction and why libraries need to pay attention because um you know we are so focused into the in in the print um cycle that we never paid attention to like fix that are you know l- written on twitter or fix that are you know written on um digital content platforms like wattpad and ao3 and mm-hmm. i really think that um you know for libraries to to not be aware of that it's it's something that's really missing and you know mm-hmm. people think fanfic is shit and you know and it's i just totally I I totally disagree. And I, I, you know, like they have this, some people that I've encountered in the library world think it's all like 16 year olds writing about, I don't know, like One Direction or BTS or whatnot. But uh, honestly, you know it's it's people creating um people that are you know the process of the writing is is very interactive because like they're they're published serially and then you comment and the author responds right away and sometimes as writers we kind of as readers we guide the author's direction yeah. because you know they'll say hey do you think they should do it next chapter and we're like hell yeah <laughs> like you yeah. know it's that kind of um interactivity that doesn't happen like in real um in printed books. So right. I think it's I think it's like really uh fascinating because like that's the 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 interactivity of fan fiction is unmatched and I feel like you know I feel like there's like some kind of you know lesson to be learned there, like for libraries, because like we need content that's like engaging and like current and timely um you know by the time a book gets published you know the memes are like done like do you know what I mean like you know like if you're if you're they're incorporating things like you know Twitter memes and and you know like funny uh, things that have happened in the media like it loses its resonance in print like you know by the time it goes through the publishing cycle so Mm -hmm. you know there's a lot of um things that you know fan fiction um you know enriches in the whole sort of reading process yeah
1: yeah i definitely agree on the like um reading less and less books once you sort of dive into fan fiction because that happened to me i could read maybe like two three four five books a month if i really put in the effort um Mm -hmm. but like once i got a hold of fan fiction i was just like oh well i'm actually i have tangible immediate access to the kinds of stories that I want to read, like right now. So like why wouldn't I go on AO3 and read those that I want to read right at the moment versus like waiting until a book is published or like ordering a book online or like going to buy a book when I could just get it, you know, here. Um And I've noticed that with romance in particular, which I'm sort of, I like to say I'm like in my romance era right now because I am reading more adult romance books right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Some of them are good and some I'm just like but I read something similar in fan fiction, but like it's better. (laughs) like I don't want to, like I absolutely don't mean that and like to shit on the author, but Mm -hmm. it's just like, you know the tangible romances at least the ones that I've read aren't quite doing it for me but now we've got published fan fiction which i think is phenomenal mm-hmm. um more and more like Raylo novels are getting published now i do realize with that you know some of it has to get watered down a bit in terms of smut but mm-hmm. it's it's really nice that we're getting books that i can literally go out and buy now um from fav- from my favorite authors on ao3 <laughs> and then it's just like cool like yeah. i can have like a physical copy of my favorite fanfics like soul searching is one of my favorite top like fanfics and it's a published book that i can buy on
0: amazon and i think that's really cool that i can have a tangible copy of it so i'm so happy for me like you know like that's like amazing and so many of them kirsten beth um um, and abate um sarah Mm -hmm. um i think you know like this is the the thing remember like how the whole um 50 shades of gray started with Mm -hmm. with um with uh with as Twilight. A and, yeah it's yeah. like fanfic and you know it, it's really wild to me that i bought you know two copies of the love hypothesis but i read it when it first the, the first chapter yeah. came out. And i was just <laughs> like oh my god like this is amazing i was like i was in love with ali's writing like she was i think like she i'm, I'm not i'm not exaggerating when i say i think she was one of the huge draws for me like you know like finding like the kind of writing that that she did yeah. like well, um and, and she was doing some like, kind of wild stuff like you know non-linear structures like you know like um and I I love I love that and there's some amazingly talented people like that I think should straight up like be published like right now um voiced implosives you know um oh God, Wither, I could never say it, it's Fetch, you know, like the the Russian, it, the year's 1984. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah, that, yeah. Yeah, oh my God, like, that's amazing. Um, I just finished reading for book club, Bitan Midi, which I know you've talked about, um, you know, here, and that's like, mm-hmm. unreal, like, you know, animal is so, so talented. And there's so many, you know, honestly, I, I you know, they're all very good. Like, I, I I'm blown away by the quality of the um writing that we've seen in this fandom I don't know yeah. what so blessed like I think it's Adam Driver it's like, oh, <laughs> like that of like I will create this masterpiece because woman. Yeah. and um and I find it fascinating because like you know like like Thea um you know like she's going to be publishing um uh landscape with a blur yeah. concourse um very soon like it was a, a three part um you know that fa- a fantasy series and i i cannot wait I, I love 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 her writing and i know that you know the publishers must have been watching because like you know like it's not like this Raylow stuff is in the mainstream like they right. are they're actually like you know reading Railofampic. Like there's no way that maybe, you know, like I, I know like for sure, like they you know, some of the writers pursued like the relationships with the agents, but I know that, you know, like there there's writers that have gotten deals because, you know, their writing is so good, like, you know, in yeah. and- and they've honed it through like the constant feedback i think that you know the, the interactivity you know like uh you know the the really creative feedback that that they they get and the encouragement that they get because like you know uh you know i'm all about the love and i just you know like i'm so thankful for every single writer out there you know giving us this creative um gift for free you know so yeah like, new stuff like you know um but people uh, some money in coffee or like maybe you know like for the ones that I you know like I just go insane for I commission art you know just to you know kind of like keep some money going in the in the creative community because like you know I feel like that's the least I can do as a writer I yeah. as, as a reader and just to support the writers and the artists as well uh, there's some like incredible Raylo artists like shout out to Solenthin and um um, Michi Chocolate, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, oh arts and arts from the ranch. Oh my God! Like you know, we can go on and on and on, Ren. Like yeah. you know, like, <laughs> extremely talented um, people in this fandom.
1: I agree, and I and I've mentioned it before, and it's come up before. But I love that it's a gift economy. Like everyone if you love what that person's doing the you know you gift them with a fic or you gift them with art or you know um, yeah. in my case I gift you with podcasts because it's like it's yes. the least like it's the least I can do as a reader yeah it's like it's free yeah. content so like how yeah. can I give back because you're not allowed to pay them for their writing it's one of the rules on AO3 I recently found yeah. out so it's like yeah. how can we give back you know and in the way that we're good at. So like, you know, you mm-hmm. have your art and I have this and I have my shop that, you know, I make merchandise for fic for just cause I like, I want to. <laughs> yeah. You
0: know, I, 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 like this is the thing about you know Raylo Fick Rex and and the book club like you know it's the least I could do and um you know like I when we talk about the books you know I really do treat it like a library book club like I I do all the questions and you know sometimes when when the author is willing we do like a twenty questions interview and oh, I cool. hope that, you know in a way that kind of gives a boost to their um you know to their work because like the realific rex now has 3,500 members from all over the world, like artists, readers and writers. And a lot of them, you know, I know they're there, like they're, they're lurking, like, um, mm-hmm. like big names but you know so everybody's you know kind of watching that space um you know like it or not um and yeah. it's it's interesting um you know like talking about the fanfic and seeing what people are into right now but you know like there's always runs of stuff like you know all of a sudden it's like oh my god we're into like vampires or no centaurs yeah. <laughs> like, and oh my god no somebody's like doing a lactation king <laughs> so, uh-huh. yeah <laughs> and i and that's and i think that's really cool because like even
1: with those with those themes or those prompts or those trends there's never one story that's the same it's all different and it's just so cool that writers can just take this and create something completely new and it's yeah they all have the same general concept in terms of like a theme or prompt but the way that the story pans out is just everyone's different and i i love that um like Excuse me. At the time of recording, we just finished the Raylo Schools Out prompt on Twitter. Um, I and, love that. Oh yeah, and God. that gave so many different like stories. Yeah. <laughs> all under yeah. the same theme. Like it's it's yeah. it's so
0: cool. Um, and I love this. You know the acute was it acu- acute uh,
1: yeah, oh, acute ang- yeah. Uh, acute angle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and and um,
0: oh God, there's so many. Like I love it all. Like it's so yeah.
1: Good. There's there's it's it's great um so as a reader then um thank you by the way like you've just been talking and i'm like cool i love listening <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had to ask it like a single question and it's been great. But uh, so as a reader, um, what are some of your favorite? Uh, I love this question. What are some of your favorite like tropes or like, what's like your favorite tags to sort of kind of check out? Um, like me, like right now, cause it changes depending on like either what I'm trying to learn more about. So like there was a huge ABO phase that I was going through. Oh um, yeah. There's which Like I've, I've learned so much in <laughs> i learned a lot um <laughs> there was like a huge like brailo phase that i went through because so i thought that was yeah. fascinating um yeah. and right now i seem to be the trend seems to be age difference but um extremely older ben and like either they're not Younger than 18, but not by a lot, right? Or, like, fresh 18, Ray. So, like, when he's in, like, his 50s and she's, like, 18. (laughs) I know. know. It's, like, it's
0: really funny. Well, I tell you, Ren, like, I never, like, I I discovered that I had a daddy cake because of that. Okay yeah i was just like, what the <laughs> hell? Just like you know adam driver is like you know he's like daddy licious he is yeah. like especially when he's got like the full beard and the mustache on like i'm like uh-huh. damn but um <laughs> i love um for tropes i love um the reunion stories okay. um uh you know like you know things where they had broken up but they you know they learned and, and then they get back together yeah. I love the, the um you know like the snarky enemies to lovers office AUs like you yeah. know like asshole CEO Ben Solo, bring it on love yeah. it um I I love um every, you know what I love everything but I you know like where um the story is is um very much um enriched by a lot of different you know character traits like the you know I love the friend um you know like the the world building where it's like Finn and Poe and like everybody like they're they're part of the story I've just finished reading um Under the Cancer Moon's Unravel Me which is like a great reunion fic um and it it had like everybody was in it like Rose Mm -hmm. like you know and it was just it, it was set in the um in the food um, world, like in the restaurant world. And so like, it was really neat to, to, you know, um, think about food and like wines and stuff like, you know, and Ray became a sommelier um, through the course of the thick. And there was a lot of discussions about different wines. And so I was like, Hey, this is so cool. Like, you know, like this is not, you know, this is not something that I do in regular, in real life. I mean, I don't, you know, like I, I don't get to go to, you know, fancy restaurants or anything, but I love, you know, being immersed in that world and learning new things. Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I, yeah, I agree with you on that. Cause like, um, I don't remember which food centric pick it was, but um, the escapism of it was really nice. Cause it's like, um, you know, yeah. Like when am I ever going to be able to afford to go to like a high Top tier French restaurant, <laughs> never yeah. probably. But the author who like writes those kinds of stories, they they always do their like due diligence in terms of research to make it, as you said, as immersive as possible. Like just trying to put you in those settings so as a reader, you can understand like how Ben's portraying the love language through food and like how he, you know, cooks the things this way and what he does, and it's like okay, yeah, like it, it feels yeah. nice.
0: Um, Oh my god, I think I know that fic. It was like, it was like um it was like um it was like it was like he knew that he was like they they were meant to be together. He was like the whole family was uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's so good. Oh, uh, like, they, like and um... he was like,
1: yeah. He could, yeah. It's like he can see everyone's life by touching them, so he doesn't touch people. Yes. Uh, and he, yeah. I totally forgot, and I'm so sorry. Whoever wrote it, that was such a beautiful
0: story. <laughs> it it um, is. I, like, <laughs> like you know what, like like I'm. I know I have it on my phone. Like I'm just gonna quickly <laughs> look it up because like everybody should read it like ASAP because like because of the you know the interesting concept um about you know the you know the prescience and like what that yeah. means um and I, oh it's called time will tell by lyrical riot so okay. that's yeah. like, amazing oh my gosh right i could like uh, there's just so many amazing fics that i've read over the last four years and you know i um we're not we haven't even talked about canon verse holy oh yeah (laughs) well
1: i don't read canon verse um i've mentioned before uh just because i get upset that the series like the franchise didn't end the way that people write it (laughs) so like if i if i read any like fix it or like in canon stuff that where it's like set after um the last jedi because a lot of people do ignore the rise of skywalker unless it's a fix yeah. it fix so they're trying to set stuff yeah. after the last jedi instead mm-hmm. and i'm always like i'm so mad it didn't end this way like <laughs> so it oh, makes me emotional
0: <laughs> oh i get it i get it and there's some like amazing stuff that were written pre um tlj yeah. um I, I love my one of my all-time favorite ones it's i i don't i don't know if i'm pronouncing the author's name right but it's by poetry Hurt sweets, um, and um, it was like um Noli and it's like, you know, Ray kind of, like it was said after um, uh, uh, the events of Force Awakens, and then um, the resistance was captured by the First Order, and Ray, um, you know, like, barters herself. Um, to to Kylo Ren to save Finn to, to save Finn's life because Finn was going on the execution block for being the traitor to the First Order and anyway so this whole story um, uh, you know it was it's just like super duper sexy and there's like like huge um, you know BDE with this Kylo Ren he he's not particularly very nice but like honest to God it's like hot and it's amazing and mm-hmm. it's one of my all time faves it's um (laughs) like like oh yeah like anybody who's read the the dining room scene will will remember
1: (laughs) okay i found it on ao3 so i'll add it down below so people can check it out i think i've seen that one floating around i just never i never read it so i mean i'll i'll definitely have to check it out um yeah it's it's a classic yeah because like i'm i'm okay i guess i guess in like canonverse like canonverse fix for me if there's some sort of like twist to it i guess i would be okay so like that sounds fine because it's like it's not (laughs) it doesn't have anything to do with anything that actually happened if that makes sense whereas like if i read something that was either like a fix it of tross i'm like I'm upset because your writing is better, or if it's like a set. If it's a set after the Last Jedi, erasing trust, I'm upset that that didn't
0: happen. (laughs) So like... oh, I, know. It, you know, like, I just can't believe like you know how close was so, i i don't know like I, I i try not to dwell on it because like you know it, yeah. it's useless but like honestly i feel like um there was such a huge loss in a fandom there i i i'm still traumatized i swear like after i watched it i wanted to send like you know, therapy bills <laughs> to <laughs> Lucasfilm and to BLF, and you know, yeah, all of them like Disney, like honestly. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, but and, and you know, I, um, a, a cynical part of me because like I went to to Disneyland just before the pandemic, and I went to God, like it was like uh, torturous. Like, I, I went to this, like, we lined up for like hours. Um, it, we were one of the lucky ones that got onto the Rise of the Resistance, which is like that huge animatronic la- yeah. um, that they had and in it you know they really played Kylo as the villain like you know they the, did. That um yeah. and, and you know that's I think that's what um you know that they 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 couldn't redeem him in that way because they needed you know a marketing niche and yeah in the sequel trilogy he's it which is like if I'll, I'll never get over it
1: <laughs> clearly when, when, when were you at disneyland i'm curious
0: february 2020 just before the pandemic I, okay
1: so i also went in february 2020 oh we my went God. what weekend was that that we went i'll have to check because yeah we went literally we went in february um so to see if maybe you were there at the same time as we were who knows um i was with a group of like 12 people and we all dressed up as the night sisters so we were all walking (gasps) around galaxy's edge in like red
0: and like we had our makeup and everything Oh um, my god! I would have died seeing you. Guys. <laughs> I, I was there yeah. like midweek, like I was there like you know, um, I think it's like February 16 to the 19. Like it was like midweek, um, because like you know okay. we, we were able to get the tickets cheap, so like we gotcha. weren't there on the weekend. But yeah, I would have loved to see you. Uh, you know, the cosplays are unbelievable yeah we did oh my gosh. sith
1: one day and then we all did jedi resistance the the other day so um yeah so like we had like all of us were night sisters one day and then the next day we just kind of disney bounded and whoever we wanted so my best friend and i went as poe and finn because <gasps> she's she's hispanic and i'm black and so we're like i had to do gotta do Poe, you're gonna do finn and um or, I'm gonna do it, it was really fun. Um, but yeah, so like we also waited in line for a really long time for Rise of Resistance because yeah. that was my first time going to Galaxy's Edge. Um, after we it opened, and I wanted to, I was like, I don't know when I'm gonna get to be back, so it's like I want to do both of the rides if we can. So yeah. we did it, and um, it kept breaking down while oh, we were dear. in line. <laughs> oh, no. But we didn't want to get out of line. So we're like, we're just going to sit here and we're just going to wait it out. But luckily it went by so quick because people didn't want to wait. So people just kept leaving the line. Mm -hmm. Um, So we didn't have to wait for too long, but it was pretty long. Uh, But yeah, like it really did suck to like, I mean on the one hand i was really excited because i'm like oh my god giant animatronic kylo ren that moves very smoothly that is a beautiful animatronic as is the one of finn because the one of finn oh my god seeing john boyega as an animatronic as like he's the character that got me into star wars so seeing that i got emotional but just also seeing like how they made that Kylo Ren animatronic move so, like, it looked like a person, like, good did, for them.
0: Like, um, you know, and then I was, like, I, honestly, like, I was giddy when they, you know, when they, yeah. they when the, you know, you saw, like, the, 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 phalanx, All the, storm the like, like, stormtrooper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. Like, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. I was, like, skipping. And I think one of the actors was like, move along, move along. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yay. Yeah, it was. <laughs>
1: it was yeah. so fun like but yeah like he he's the villain of that ride and so um i mean i was kind of hoping that with the hotel they would get to maybe utilize more of the story of ben not so much kylo but they're not going to do that I, from what i've seen in the the videos of the hotel at disney world he's like he's kylo and he's maybe he's yeah. got some internal struggle but like not a lot and i'm like you have a whole human man that you could work with like I give know. Ben a chance to be a character at the park I think it, oh it could be god. really cool to yes. see like oh my god I'm gonna get emotional but like think of like if we had like a Ben Solo Disneyland Disney World character where he's just like wandering around Batuu because he's, he's never seen that stuff before like the interactions that you could have with someone as Ben in Disneyland and Disney World and in Galaxy's Edge could be really fun and like you've got ray showing him all the sights and like sh- giving him tours of like there was this like be that was just so cool but no <laughs> they just i mean not that i hate kylo ren i love the kylo ren character at Disneyland and the meet I and greet you. with him is really fun yeah. i think the interactions you have with him are really fun but i'm mm-hmm. like if Batu is technically canon then i feel like there should be at some point a ben solo like uh, you know to bring in there because
0: he's not he wasn't Kylo Ren at the end (laughs) I'm really convinced like you know maybe this I'm gonna manifest this by saying it out loud I think in 10 years Adam Driver is gonna do the role again and like you know they because like they'll bring they always bring people back I mean you know like especially with Palpatine but then like I think that you know this the story would have um you know like it, it's far enough in people's memories that, you know, like it's like a new something exciting mm-hmm. because I mean, when you think about it, you know, um, the force awakens came out in 2016. That's on, that's actually only four years from now. Like, yeah, you know, know it's so long true. Time ago. So um, yeah. Like it. Um, yeah. Like it's, I it's-
1: mean, I think if not, if not an older, if not an Adam driver, Ben, then, maybe there's a room to have us a backstory and we can get a younger Ben or like a teen Ben and that way he's still alive and well and we can sort of get new stories and stuff like that but um but I mean I'm convinced that that the people that washed their hands of the franchise aren't probably going to come back anymore um just of because how everything went down um and i know like oscar has already said like he did moon Knight, but he's reserved like resolved excuse me to like not sign on to a franchise again um Mm -hmm. i'm john's off doing his own thing he's got his own film company he's doing wonders like Um, everyone's um, everyone's doing great um but i'm like if we're not gonna get them as older characters they're still they're all still canon just make them younger we can get some backstories like If you like, you forced us to find out that Poe was a spice runner who had a relationship with Zori. So like, there's room for a backstory on a young Poe Dameron who ran spice. I mean, unless there's a book, I'm sure there's a book. But like, there's a like, I want more of that. Or like, maybe we could figure more out about Finn's backstory before he was a trooper, or when he's a trooper young and training for a trooper. Like, there's so much room there to keep those characters alive without. The actual actors that portrayed them. I just don't yes. know why they don't want to do it. But
0: like you it's said, okay. it's okay. almost
1: okay. about to hit ten years, so maybe yeah. at some point they'll they'll give point. it to us.
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Like you know, like uh, pe- like people are sentimental. You know, they. Like, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll pay like good money to see. Oh yeah, same. Yeah. <laughs>
1: if there's someone if tomorrow lucas almost like kylo ren show i'm like yeah i'm I'm gonna watch it like i know it's gonna suck probably because you guys suck but like i'm gonna watch it because it's kylo ren and i mean obi-wan is like
0: rocking my socks are you watching
1: i haven't at the time of recording i haven't seen it yet because i'm waiting for it to end
0: so that i can binge watch it (laughs) yeah yeah oh my god i don't want to give stuff away but like i yeah and I mean, I, that's a prime I'm example crazy. on how to
1: bring characters back like years later so they have the capacity to do it. Um, or like I said, give us backstories. So, I mean, maybe you're right, it's almost coming up on 10 years,
0: maybe we'll get something. <laughs> I don't know, yeah, who knows? And he's phenomenally, oh, well. yeah, I mean, you know, like yeah. I think he, he can pretty much. You know, write whatever movies, and like I, I, I'm interested in, in seeing White Noise. Like, yeah, I could not believe the, the prosthetic with his like, oh gosh, you know, belly and everything. <laughs> yeah. and, um, he, he, but he's such a phenomenal actor. I, you know, I'll see him in anything
1: yeah and i didn't know that it was a i i tried to go in blind i didn't want to know anything about white noise but i looked it up to see what the plot was and like it's like a dark comedy and i'm like we've seen him do dark comedy i think he's gonna he's gonna do so well in that role because he's really funny and even though he hasn't done a comedy movie that i could think of i don't think i mean like what ifs not really comedy but like i haven't seen him in just like a straight comedic role i know he has the capacity to do it but um yeah i he's mean funny yeah his, his snl, yeah. Yeah.
0: SNL, his like, SNL. Yeah. yeah so yeah his timing, I'm, his comedic timing is really good yeah and i you know like i i know like like i just want to watch a movie with him that he doesn't die <laughs> you know, right <laughs> you know come on man yeah like you know I I I mean I love Gucci like that was like it was a bit long but you know like I I loved his character in it like well the way he played this character Maurizio he's so he just looked I can keep my eyes off of him in the whole movie honestly he's so magnetic
1: well, last year was the the year of Adam either dying or being, like, a bad character. Like, a bad yes. person. So, like, yeah. I'm ready for some redemption roles. I want him to, like, just, yeah. I, want, I don't want him to die. And I don't want him to be a shitty
0: person. <laughs> yeah. No, it needs to be like the rom-com, just a rom-com. A yeah. Just for the rats, man. Yeah. Like, you know, do it. <laughs> I, agree. I mean I mean like he's always doing movies about the human condition like you know mm-hmm. like the super heavy smart ones that are like you know people for you know like perfect fodder for film festivals
1: yeah <laughs> just like we want romance, yeah you know? I, a romantic comedy would be so good um or just like just a comedy like i don't even like stupid comedy i think they're like and i say that like on my end what i think stupid comedy is but you know the ones that are like fart jokes and poop jokes and just like stoner comedies some of them are just not funny to me but like at this point put them in a stoner comedy i just want to see if you could do it
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know know what we could totally use the laugh right now i mean you know yeah shitty shitty like three years like I mean it has been yeah in the cusp of the world war I mean I I I, you know like I I'm Canadian but I have been following you know um you know like some of the coverage of of some um you know like the political landscape yeah and it's you know like I I I don't know I've got
1: that and then we've got like the insane um Global warming issue that's going on yes. about how just like different parts of the world are experiencing weather and things that they should not be going through, um. Yeah. So like you know, yes. and then also we're still in a pandemic. Like yes, despite, despite people thinking it's over, it's not. We're still here. So other... <laughs> like yeah. some of us, like myself, we're still treating it like it's a serious thing. And I'm tired. <laughs> so like too, I, I, yeah. I want this to be over, but I know it's not going to be for a while. And so yeah, like we. could could go for some good, good old fashioned, just stupid comedy, and I would love if Adam Driver was involved.
0: <laughs> me too. Me too. I think we could all use the laughs, and we could use yeah. a little bit of levity in our lives because, you know, it it uh, it has been rough, and yeah. you know, no joke. So,
1: well. So we're going to kind of keep moving on to uh, finishing up here, but um, I feel like we've kind of talked about a wide range of things, but in the notes section, like I said, this is kind of like where we, uh, it's like an open floor, open forum. So like, if you want to talk about anything else, um, this is it. This is your space to
0: bring up whatever you want. (laughs) Just before we started recording, we were talking about Canva and and how Mm -hmm. versatile it is. And I wanted to share it with all the librarians and the nonprofits out there that. You know, Canva um, actually has a professional account for, for um nonprofits that's uh free and um which is amazing. And you know, like for libraries, um it's it's been a great boon because you can make signage, you can um do like uh program flyers, all that kind of stuff. And it's you know, I, I love the templates in it. And I know they've got like uh beta video stuff, which would which would be great for promotion promoting the library or promoting the nonprofit organization so you know i think i'm, I'm glad and i think everybody uses a, a lot of people use canva in our fandom so shout out to canva With Yeah, and
1: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I like canva doesn't know that we use their platform to make porn uh, mood boards <laughs> <laughs> i'm like hey hey canva if anyone's listening if you want to sponsor the podcast uh yes oh my god a lot of authors use your your service to make smutty like graphic images
0: and videos and it's a good service and and bless them (laughs) for it and honestly i you know like i i feel like um like I I've been more conservative with my mood boards now since I've been put on Facebook jail because like Facebook is I don't know I don't know when they turned so puritanical but like Mm. um, yeah I (laughs) so like I you know which sucks because like you know like I, I I wouldn't care otherwise but I'm you know, I'm part of this big group, and I, you know, I contribute content regularly, too, mm. so I can't really be banned, like, you know, so I, yeah, mine are quite tame now. Well, you
1: can also put them on Twitter and just link your Twitter post link, because, like, yeah. Lala, if you're listening, which I feel like you might be, every time she post on twitter like hey want to see a big dick check my likes and i go over to the likes and there's just a gif of a giant penis there so i'm like (laughs) i guess you could put that kind of stuff on twitter (laughs) uh and not get in trouble so (laughs) so (laughs) So you can always upload it there maybe and then like post the link on facebook so they don't technically that's not putting it on there but (laughs) I (laughs) don't
0: know. No, I hear you, Ren. I I think it's a good idea, but yeah, you know, I that's the thing. Like, I have been in the fandom for a long time now, and I'm definitely not as active as I used to. And and Mm. but I I still love 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 the stories. I still love supporting the writers and the artists, and and Mm -hmm. I I I'm so thankful for the romance and joy and pleasure they bring to my life because you know it's really like you know one of my biggest things I, I don't watch a lot of tv I don't get to go out very much but boy I can read fanfic
1: <laughs> I'm the same like if I'm not reading fanfic I'm like not watching youtube per se but it's just honest background noise uh so like I don't watch stuff either and like I'm on AO3 multiple times a day so like yeah. if i'm on my break at work i'm reading ao3 in my job yeah. <laughs> like i'll yeah. if i get to work early i read it in my car like sometimes i'm late to work because i'm reading ao3 in my car <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so i totally totally 100 understand um all right so in the kudos section um we'll go ahead and sort of run through what i like to ask and you've you've touched on it a lot already but if you want to maybe think of something else um what is your favorite thing about the fan fiction community
0: I love the creativity and the you know the generosity of spirit that these works are created in like I love that um you know people are putting their whole talents out there you know Mm -hmm. unreservedly wholeheartedly and for us to enjoy and I You know, I'm just so thankful. And thankful for the friendships I've made over the years.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Every time someone says, like, they're thankful for the community, it just makes me so happy. Because it's like, um, I have not had a bad time in the Raylo community yet. I'm not saying that it won't ever happen. But everyone so far has been really nice and so it just makes me happy that everyone else is having a good time because <laughs> it's yeah. like you know um we're we're all just at the end of the day we're all just a bunch of horny people who read and write yes! smut so like
0: yeah
1: like no one person is better than the other one we're all here for the same thing so like um and everyone should just be treated equally and and nicely um i mean assuming that they're not a a bad person like obviously if you project that energy out there then you get what you give tenfold but Mm -hmm. um but yeah um i agree like the community is just great um and i love everybody who i've interacted with and who i've yet to interact with because um it's just i don't know it it makes me happy but um All right. And then if you have anyone that you want to shout out, um, if you're like a creator or a fic that you're reading or an author, um, go ahead and do that. And we'll, we'll link them down below for everyone else to check out. Otherwise okay. you don't, you don't have to, like, I don't want to pay you Okay.
0: You know how like the new Persuasion is coming out, like on Netflix uh-huh. with, um, well, I, there's a Raylo Persuasion, a modern one that I just finished today. And, you know, like, again, I'm so like, I, I'm reading so many things that I do not want to screw up the, the, the writer and the title. It's called my heart always belong to you. And it's by Jay goose 13. And it tells the story of, um you know, Ben and Ray, um, reuniting after many after 10 years of separation you know he never felt like so it's essentially in this story ray is the captain Wentworth and ben is Anne. <laughs> like okay. so check it out you guys i think it, it you know like it was it's just like really sweet and emotional and um sexy so you know it's all there check it out um who was the author of that one i'm trying to pull it's it up J. J goose 13 okay yeah okay
1: well i'll have that linked uh down below and that's right up my alley because i want to read that i am so excited for the persuasion (laughs) movie despite a lot of people not but it's fine um i'm excited to watch it and so if there are any other au's um i mean at the time of recording it'll it'll be out already like um i mean by the time you guys listen that movie's gonna be out already. <laughs> but sure. if you're listening oh and and you've yeah. read or written Persuasion AU since the movie coming out, and you're listening, send those to me, please.
0: <laughs> yes, please. And I, I need to talk about like the other Canon verse, um, uh, Persuasion AU by Voiced Implosives. You know, the writer of you know, you know, the years 1984. She um she wrote this amazing canon verse um version where it's like, you know, he was a like he's a senator and like he you know like it it's so a- like, it was so, so heartbreaking, like, you know, like Ben um, and Han um, went to Jakku and like, you know, like, you know, they Ben and Ray fell in love. Mm-hmm. And she just didn't think, you know, she was good enough for him. So he went on and became like a senator. Anyway, it's so amazing. I, you know, I love it. Loved it. Um, And I, I can't remember the title. But you know what, uh, let me just look it up real quick. Because like, I, I love all of voiced implosives works and it is um you know it's it's like i i don't think i've ever cried so much in a fit before like it was just like super emotional anybody who's ever read it is like crying it's called all our days by voiced implosives
1: all our days okay yeah let me no oh, found it
0: cool right. yeah yeah oh god anyway now i want to reread everything
1: (laughs) no one's stopping you you have your faves you can reread them as much as you want (laughs) yeah yeah awesome well i've got those so many fics to read you guys there's so many links down below that you'll have to go check out um cool well i don't i usually try to recommend something uh i'm not on my game today much like last episode let's see which one am i just super into right now i mean give i'm me into a, a lot kink. you know what Ren? give me a daddy kink like oh okay it? uh <laughs> so right now that's currently updating what doesn't have a end chapter count in mind is dr solo's favorite girl by well done becca um oh, god no I, that, I haven't read it so, so that has two of my favorite things age gap uh, however she is 16 um, but it's consensual It's still she's still underage um, and then Daddy King and oh, it's, yeah, basically, <laughs> it's basically it's um, basically Ray gets kicked out of her house her brother's Hux and Hux is having a party so he inadvertently well, he actually makes her eat an edible or something and she gets really stoned and then drunk and kicks her out of the party and she has nowhere else to go so she goes to Ben's house and uh from there he's he is married so it's also is that he's married to bazine i believe um
0: oh God, there's we could do a whole show on bazine
1: oh my gosh <laughs> i know i have so many thoughts about her and i'm <laughs> and like <laughs> i my favorite bazine and i think i mentioned this before my favorite is when she's nice i like when she's nice and i like when she is nice to race specifically <laughs> yeah. yeah but I'll read her if she's mean, but I like her when she's nice. Um, But yeah, that one's a good one. Um, Am I reading anything else It's like that? I love
0: it. I love it. Can you say the title again?
1: Yeah, it's um, Dr. Solo's Favorite Girl by Well Done Becca, B-E-C-A. B-E-C-A.
0: Thank you. Oh my gosh. Oh, one of my favorite bazines is actually also by Under the Cat cancer moon and she is a, she's modeled visually inspired by megan fox and it's uh oh. yeah she um she like actually it was like a really sympathetic bazine character like she just yeah. she's a model and she falls in love with poe and poe is Aww. married to ray and ray is um you know married to poe and uh, ben and ben and bazine are high school sweethearts and they okay. um they all like but Bazine falls in love with Poe who's married to Ray and it's so good like oh yeah and she wasn't like purely evil like it was like it was interesting because she was you know Ben's high school sweetheart and
1: yeah yeah, it's a good one yeah I love I love when she's nice and I like when she's Mm -hmm. just like cheering her Ray on to go after Ben I mean like I get why people write her as mean because she who she was who she was in the movie but we only saw like glimpse of her so like we don't really know what she's like um and i i don't like that she's always resolved to be the mean person but yeah um, yeah, she's written nice and sympathetic and like even if she's like written as like gay, I'm like cool, yes. <laughs> More of that. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I think it'd be cool to do an episode on her, like or like any of the background characters that are oftentimes main characters. Like I want to talk about Mataka because I like when people write. I Mitaka. Love Mitaka.
0: Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I love when he's um girl girl dad i like when he stays at home with the kids and it's phasma who's like the work who works and <laughs> brings home the money like it's my favorite i love when he's written yeah, like that yeah. um i love when he's like ben's limo driver and has to like listen to ben have sex in the back he's just that we you guys put him through so much but like i, but like, I love him
0: suffering assistant like you yeah know, like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but oh, i want like God. it's yeah like maybe we could do like a side character background character based episode because like you, the way that you guys as writers um write these these characters is so fun sometimes um but yeah cool well thank you for oh actually you know what where can people find you online where are the best places to find you
0: i'm so fond of books um on top twitter and on tumblr and um on rail of Fit rex i'm in there as my real person I, my first name is desiree Okay.
1: Is Raylo Fig Figrex okay? So I, I Googled that, but it only came up with the Tumblr. Are, is that on
0: Tumblr or Facebook? It's on Facebook and it's okay. a private group. And if they wanted to, uh, you okay. know, if they wanted to apply, um, I mean, to get in, we'll just, yeah. Thing. okay so uh, i will
1: take out the tumblr one and so yeah if you're listening and you want to join that group on facebook um just search it out and um join it sounds like it's a good time in terms of like giving lots of good reading recommendations um and meeting some authors on another level that's not this podcast um Cool, and I will have your Twitter linked below as well uh, for people to follow you, but thank you for coming on. Uh, honestly, you wouldn't have known that it was your first time on a podcast. <laughs> oh my
0: god, well, you just draw it out of me, Ren. I just feel like <laughs> you know like i can talk to you for hours i, probably, I love yeah. that i like people, I like when you
1: guys say that because i'm like cool it's like most of the time i don't even know how it's gonna go and i'm like i started off like really nervous but the more i do these the more i'm just like so excited to talk to you guys and it just feels more organic Um, as they go and I'm so happy that you guys like talking to me because I like talking to you guys and and it helps me to like I said put faces to Twitter names and have more friends in the space because when I record and I hang up with you guys, I never want anyone to think that like just because we recorded, that's it. My DMs are always open. Feel free to tweet at me. Feel free to talk to me. Um, I want to be everyone's friend. <laughs> oh well, now that I know that, you'll you, yeah it's hard to get rid of me. <laughs> well, thanks everyone for listening. Um, do I have my next week's guest? Let me see. Um, is Sunday Wolf Song so. Um next episode you'll get to hear me talk to her and I'm really excited because um I think and I could be wrong. I'm so sorry if I am wrong. I think she lives in Spain, so I get to have another sort of like international guest on, which will be really cool um, to talk about Rayla from that perspective. So yeah, um, tune in next week, and I will see you guys then. Um, oh, I forgot to do where I where you can find me. Oh my gosh, I'm on Twitter at Stitchcraft and uh, BNB underscore Pod. Uh, Instagram at Stitchcraft and Bookmarked and Busy Podcast. Be sure to follow Geeky Waffle, who are the kind editors and hosts of the pod. That's geeky underscore waffles. They have really cool podcasts going on, too, outside of mine. But, yeah, um, now I will go. I will see you guys next week. (laughs) Bye. Thank you so much. Bye.